You're listening to Two Confidential Mess, the podcast with me, Patricia, and Julia. In this podcast, we're going to talk in a non-structured way about the crazy or non-crazy experiences we have encountered growing up and adulting as an Asian Indonesian in America. Hello, everyone. Sup? We are at episode 10. Ten. We made it to episode 10. So this episode 10 is a, also a very important episode for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we are closing out the season, uh, our first season of podcast. Yep. I can't even believe we did 10 episodes. We finished a season. But we're definitely coming back. Um, mm-hmm. We're already planning our next season so our next season is very much in the making if you have any suggestions before our next season yep please feel free to leave a comment with your suggestion we're definitely take it into consideration um we have stuff planned but nothing is concrete so if there's something that you want to know you want to hear about this is a chance it's it's a wide open chance um so we are, like I said, this is our um, last episode of the season, and then we're going to take about a two-month break, right? Um, yep, we're going to take the summer off. Yes. Um, and hopefully we'll be back with better um, and more interesting topics for you or episodes. Yeah. So, yeah, we're excited. And we're planning to return um, around September. Mm-hmm. You'll hear about it um, yeah. once we finalize the concrete date and when it gets closer, we'll post it on social media and, you know, all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. But our plan is to return uh, with fresh episodes uh, in September of 2020. Okay. Yep. So, it's, so it's exciting. Stay tuned for that. Yeah. But for now, to close out this season, we are going to talk about what it's like to grow up as a female yeah <laughs> in an asian household in an indonesian household yep what is it like what is it like because obviously we weren't born this way you know like that, that would be, be so weird <laughs> if we like did. we skip the whole yes all of a sudden <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like, okay, you we have up. a 30-year-old. <laughs> our poor parent, our poor mother giving birth to a 30-year-old. That would be weird. Super weird. That would be weird. Our, pa- <laughs> our mom probably wasn't even 30. <laughs> she was in labor. <laughs> and then you have a 30-year-old be like, okay, I have a big sister then. This <laughs> is weird. Let's not go there. <laughs> a weird topic this is a weird way to start this episode (laughs) Uh, so yes we're talking about growing up as a female in an indonesian household meaning we're going to talk about something a little personal something that maybe the boys don't want to know about (laughs) yeah so if you're if you're a guy or if you if you're female or whatever um if you're not comfortable with like this kind of topic um, you might want to skip this episode. Yeah, we're going to get a little personal. Just a little. Not super personal, but a it's, little personal. It's a little personal. Um, and it's something that we we as like Asian females don't talk about with other Asian females. So what are um, we talking about here? What are we 
Well, what are we talking about here that is so personal? So in this episode, we're going to talk about things. <laughs> Duh. No, we're going to talk about like period, um, you know, body changes, body hair, and all that stuff that we've experienced growing up, you know, in our teen years or teen life. What it's like to go say. through puberty, basically. Yeah. As... Indonesians? <laughs> That's in short. That's in short. I was just giving you like the whole, the whole shabang. She got a bullet so pointed you, out. A period. <laughs> so you have an idea of what you're about to get yourself hear. into. So Ooh. if you're ready or if you're not ready. I'm not ready. We give you three <laughs> seconds to exit or stay or make up your mind what you want to do. Can I exit? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Julia cannot exit. She needs to be present because it'll be so weird if I just talk. I mean, I have no issues talking about this because everyone going through this. I don't know why why we're so embarrassed about it, you know. Um, I think it's the Asian in us. It's just the Asian in us. I don't know if it's necessarily being embarrassed. I think it's just awkward because we just don't talk about this. Like. It's like, I think we're just so used to it when we're hanging out with a group of friends. What are we doing? We eat. We're, we eat. <laughs> we gossip. And we talk about other people. <laughs> we gossip. We talk about other people. We don't, we barely even talk about our jobs. Like, you know, like. Yeah. Our school. We don't what talk about ourselves. No. Yeah. We talk about other people. Like, that's our favorite we, thing to do when we're together. Whether yeah. it's, you know, what did we just see on Facebook? <laughs> yeah and it's like we never actually take time to go around the room and be like okay what's going on with your life right no we or just like, skip all of that and just talk about someone else <laughs> but because th- sometimes it's like it's so hard because we would go and be like so how's life yeah and that's when you know just, we ran yeah. out of stuff to talk about <laughs> but and then so at the same life? time you also never actually say how's life you always say yeah Life is alright. It's good. It's going. Yeah, life you know, is like, good. Yeah. We're just kind of, kind of brushing it off. So that's why we like never go into a deeper topic with each other, even when we hang out. It's because it's just not. I feel like in a way, it's not how we were raised per se, um, to yeah. talk about things. You know, so yeah, that's probably why. It's funny because like, oh, you don't talk about personal stuff, but yeah, you talk about other people' personal stuff. <laughs> Truth. So today we're gonna talk yeah. about our own personal stuff. Yeah. Right. Today we're gonna talk about our experiences, our life changes, personally, and personally. things like that, which is pretty exciting. I mean, because this this kind of you know conversation, it's good for girls who's going through changes. Mm-hmm. If you don't, because you know sometimes you you don't have sisters. Or sometimes, you know, who knows? Maybe you don't grow up with your mom. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't know what to do, and you don't. You don't have anyone that you can ask questions right. to. Right. So. So we're we're right now we're your sis- we're your big sister. Yeah, we'll tell you all the details. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so let's get it let's started. Start. I guess yeah. let's um let's go with like the easier side of mm-hmm. it, like um height. <laughs> let's go with. Um, 
Excuse me. <laughs> let's start. Let's start. <laughs> let's start slow. Let's start the non-personal, the non-super personal. What happened when you started growing? Yeah, that with the body of, um, changes, I guess. So obviously you get taller, mm-hmm. and then you either keep on getting taller or you stop. And then you stop. Like what's like when you're when you're young. Um, is your height like was your height the average height or you you were taller than other kids are you shorter than other kids i was i was taller i was probably one of the taller one in my class so i was not i was not short nor was i average i was one of the taller one Mm -hmm. i was probably like comparing to the girls i was definitely the tallest one Mm -hmm. comparing to the boys i was probably their height so when I was younger, I was tall, mm-hmm. but and then that's it. Same here. I stopped growing after that. Yeah, I mean, I've... after that, it's done. Cause I feel like I was above average when it comes to like you know um, younger I... kids around my age. Mm-hmm. I was I was a little taller than them. Um, I don't know if your school did like class picture every year. Yeah, I think every school obviously do that. Um, when <laughs> when 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 my when my class did the school um you know class picture i've never i've always the one like standing up because there's always like a you know a, a bench for kids who's like shorter to sit yeah and then the ones mm-hmm. who like taller obviously stand in the back um mm-hmm. i've never actually sat down <laughs> <laughs> so i i think that's explained like i was a little taller than the kids in my class anyways personally i don't remember where I was sitting, but I definitely remember like being when I was like little, when I was like before before I turned ten, I was definitely like among the girls I was the tallest, and among the boys I was probably their height. Um, mm-hmm. But and then like I think as I come to t- become like a teenager, I my height never changed after that. Um, that was it. That's as far as it went. So it's probably like. Where I am today is probably where I was before, which is crazy. And then, like, even, like, my shoe size, it's, like, I was, like, a size 6. And I'm probably still a size 6. I'm, like, a size 6 to 7 now. But that's because my, it's not because my, the length of my feet got bigger, but my feet got chunkier. I think I have big feet. I feel like I, I remember back in Indo, it was kind of difficult for me to mm. find shoes for me because I was wearing a size 40, like 39, 40. Um, and, you know, picture that I was like 14 or 15 at the time. Um, so it was kind of difficult to find shoes for me. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because I've always been, you know, since I came to the States, I've, I've always been a size 9 mm-hmm. through 9. Um, so I, there was some years where i can wear nine and a half to ten with no issues but now it's kind of weird to say but i think my feet actually like shrunk because now i'm wearing eight and a half really to nine most of my shoes are eight and a half now wow um nine nine still fit but it's it's a little big but most of yeah, most of my shoes that you know that I purchased recently has always been eight and a half. So every time I look for new shoes or stuff like that, I always go to eight and a half size first, and then I go to nine. Like for me, it's my feet again. Like I'm saying, it's like for me, it's it's not the length of my feet that got bigger. If you're still measuring the length, I'm still a size six. The reason I end up wearing a size mm-hmm. seven is because my feet got chunkier. Because yeah. well, unfortunately, my weight changed. 
So it could also be like maybe you lost weight. So kind of like affect your feet. Because the thing is like with size 9 now, the length is, is the issue. Really? Yeah. Like it's actually like if I push my toes like forward, like how they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. there's still a gap in the back huh. on like the back of the heel. Um, eight and a half fits perfectly. Um, but some shoes with like Italian whatever sizing or whatever, it's 39 to 40, which is like normal. But I don't know, like American size, it's, you know, reduced to eight and a half. So I have no idea what's going on. So maybe it's a type I of I told shoes? people and it just didn't make any sense. <laughs> maybe it's the type of shoes. Like the, cho- the shoes that you're buying these days and using are different than um, the, the shoes that you were buying and using before. Could be that because like even with clothes, right? It's like you could be wearing one size, like size A one day and size B the next. Because just simply because it's a different brand because like each yeah, brand exactly, cuz each brand has like their their chosen model basically. Yeah. It, I mean it, it makes sense, but I brought some shoes, some nicer shoes that I had from Philly to here when I moved. And most of them are pretty much like high heels and stuff. All of them now are too big. I had no issues before with them when I was, you know, obviously when I was back in Philly, I had no issues that's what I bought them that size, but here when i try them on it's like issues issues like it's so it's too big so i don't know maybe that's just my brain telling me or giving me an excuse to buy new shoes <laughs> it's like they're too big now you can't wear them buy new ones um who knows but that's like that's that's the reality and it's just so weird i, w- I wish someone can actually explain to me what's going on <laughs> i want to say you lost some weight and affect your feet it affected my toes yep your your toe got skinnier your toes losing some weight my heel got shorter (laughs) i don't know so the next type of body changes is like i talked about this a little bit in the last episode which is acne our favorite friend the pimples pimples Friends of teenage kids. I had a lot. And I'm still kind of suffering from it today. And I think only until recently that it kind of got better. Um, Actually, COVID, that's the one positive thing about COVID. That my acne kind of (laughs) dissipated. Yeah. Because you don't wear makeup as much. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Um, Well, it could be between either that or the other part of it is birth control because it clears your skin up usually yeah so it's between that i don't know I, i'm not gonna test it <laughs> i'm not gonna get off of it just to test if just I because. Acne comes back. <laughs> did you get acne did you have i acne? don't remember that i had acne issues growing up mm-hmm. um yeah so i've never actually like dealt with like a bunch of like you know like acne on my face um so I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I, I, I don't think I have issues with acne, hmm. which is something to be I'll thankful be nice. for. <laughs> I do have, I mean, obviously, like I did get, you know, one here and there because of like, you know, your hormones changes and, yeah. but never like actually was an issue. That must be nice because having acne, like being an acne prone, like, prone kind yeah. of like if you prone skin, it's like you have larger pores and then the worst part about me was that I like to pop 
pop them. Yeah, I do too. Um, if you don't pop them properly, it leaves scars. So like I have a whole bunch of acne scars. So it's just like it's like as an adult, you're like, damn, why didn't I listen and not pop the pimples? Yeah. <laughs> like you're just like regretting all of life because now your face is all scar. Like you have scarring on your face because yeah. of your bad habits. I think acne like prone skin is usually for people with like oily skin. Is that true, or is no, it something that I made up? I, I don't think have... so. I'm not sure, but I am very oily, so it could fairly be true. Yeah, I don't have oily um, skin. I have dry skin. That's probably why I didn't get that much acne, or I still don't get that much acne um, on my face. Even if I do get like a pimple, they usually last for like a day or two days, and then they're done. Lucky. Like, like I don't. I don't know whether or not it has any correlation to. Yeah. Like acne like, in correlation to oily face. Oily. I mean, mm-hmm. I've never really truly researched it, um, but I definitely do have very oily face. Like makeup never, never stays on me the whole day without a touch up. Um, so that sucks. But you know, <laughs> I'm hoping that by the time I get out of quarantine, things would clear up more, and I would have I would be able to like either wear no makeup or a little less. And that would keep my face at a good condition. Because yeah. it's been really doing well so far. So I like it. So let's hope I'm crossing my fingers here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that was all the easy ones. <laughs> That's all we got of the easy ones. Those are the easy ones. So now, we're going to have to get into the heavier one. Um, Still body, body changes is. related. Um, yeah. you're like huh what do i say here um so basically the first one it's not that bad i guess but as a female this happens which is your your breast starts to grow at a certain age (laughs) Mm -hmm. so that's a normal thing Mm -hmm. um so how did you handle it well if we talk about like breast um size I, from what I remember, because back in Indo, you had, um, what do you call it? Um, like, uh, what do you call it here in the States? I haven't been in school for so long. Like a period where you do sports. Gym? Like gym. It's not gym. Is it gym here in the, I thought it's like physical, whatever. PE? Anyways, Phys- gym. Physical education? Yeah. Oh God, it's gym. It's the same thing. <laughs> okay, so I was like, that's that's gym. I had I had gym in my head, but I'm like, that can't be it. But anyway, it's like PE. You have you had to change to a different uniform. Usually a t-shirt. Um, still a uniform. What is this like in Indo or here? In Indo. In Indo. In okay. Indo. Yeah. Uh, at least my school. You still have a PE uniform, but it's like t-shirts and um, shorts. Yeah, I think so. So. Some other girls, I remember this like vividly in my head. Other girls, my cl- uh, classmates, uh, they had no issues in the chest area. You know, like their t-shirts were like loosey-goosey and very breathable and stuff. When it comes to me, I had issues. Like, because when you wear t-shirts and, you know, because especially Asian, for like Asians, um, their breasts are not as big right. as other race. I, I mean, don't know race. Yeah. <laughs> um, Most Asian people and, have small boobs. <laughs> That's basically yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. So I 
So I had a, I had bigger boobs than all of my um, classmates, and I've, I actually felt a little uncomfortable, honestly, because all the girl, all the guys are starting to do. I mean, obviously, uh, the guys in my class also were going through the same changes, and some of them became like super like perverty, you know, like they would look mm. at your breasts and um, you know things like that. And I think if you're fl- if you're from Java or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you say, like, you call big sister Tete. Oh, really? I don't know. Just T-E-T-E-H. Um, tete. And the word for boobs in Indo is T-E-T-E. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tete. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, like, saying, uh, calling a big sister in Java, part of Java anyways, is like Tete. So they would, they would be like, some guys would be like, oh, Tete, how are you? You know, but they were actually, like, talking to boobs. They were referring to boobs. Really? That's how them being pervert. Yeah. So it's like, I was, I was, I was uncomfortable because um, I've always on the bigger end <laughs> of, the, <laughs> of the spectrum. <laughs> compared to like, in, compared to like Asians. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now here in the States, my size is probably normal or maybe even small. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I went from training what is it training training bra, bra yeah or so kind of like From a training bra, bra, bra to or yeah to regular bra pretty quickly um it's because you know it's because you know mine grew pretty you know pretty fast and also i've never actually used like push-up bras because you don't need it <laughs> i'm blessed enough in that way yeah like i never find you know the need uh to wear push-up bra which i think is pretty nice um but yeah, that's my journey of how these babies came about. I actually honestly don't remember like the full experience and like what I had to go through. I'm definitely the same as you. I'm on the bigger side um, of the spectrum when it comes to Asian boob size. Um, definitely not the normal. But I think because when I think because like I back then I was living with my aunt. I grew up with a lot of female cousins. Like my aunt had three daughters. And as a business, they had a clothing store. So I think I was wearing training bra before I even needed it. Mm-hmm. Because I was around cousins who were older than me. Who already were wearing bras and stuff like that. So like, I think because I was around them, I wanted to quote unquote be like them. So my aunt just got me like trainer bras like trainings what is it training Training bras i don't know is that is that what it's called i don't even know i guess it's like sport bra you know like you know so i guess like the changes was probably very gradual to the point that i didn't notice so much because i was already in them like you know so like when i started to grow them like i just didn't like yeah, because yeah, I was wear already the same wearing thing. them. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's just like, I don't think... So, I didn't have too much of an issue in that part, I want to say. But I can't remember <laughs> if I really had any issue. But I think, like, my first real bra bra was probably when I was in America. Um, when I needed to get one. And with that, it's just, um... Like, at that point, I was living with my dad and my aunt and my uncle like you know so because my dad is a single dad um we obviously don't talk about that Mm -hmm. what ended up happening was that um i mean he drove us he drove me my aunt like we just went to the store and like i think i'm like 
I just got them myself, in all honesty. I didn't know the size or anything like that, but I think like you just get them, you try them on. If it fits, it fits. If it doesn't, you get an, a different size the next time. Yeah. I think like like I think for me that was like my experience of it because it's like it's it wasn't much of a different growing up. And then when I needed them, it's just like you don't talk about that. You don't talk about that with your dad. Yeah. Like you just you just like okay, I need to go to the store. Why do you need to go to the store? Uh, I need to get stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you walk out with the bra. <laughs> like I think yeah. that was like the end of it. Um, that was my journey with the bra. <laughs> Because there's nothing to talk about because there's nobody to talk about that with. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you tell your mom that you needed a bra? Like, how did that? I think it's because my my mom was the one who's, like, telling me that I needed a bra. Because, obviously, like, training bra, they don't have the padding. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, like, it's poking through and you can see it through the clothes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, like, no, like going to school with all those... Um, boys yeah who, who are who are going through the same thing obviously you know as parent their mind you know their mind goes places right um actually my, my mom was telling me even that don't let you know pretty much to not let guys touch my boobs don't let you know like if 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 a guy touches your boob your boobs gonna get bigger so if if they touch your right side your right side will get bigger where the left will remain the same you know, so to so let nobody, the daughters, you yeah. know, not let, you know, not let their breasts get touched by by boys. Because they That's want so their, funny. you know, they don't want their breasts to be, like, uneven and all that stuff. I'm dead. So, yeah, it was actually scared me a little bit. You know, like, ooh, what happened if, you know, like, accidentally someone just grazed? You know, because sometimes you don't know when you're, like, doing PE or play, like, whatever mm-hmm. sports. Yeah. And, you know, they just, like, accidentally touch it. What happened if it's, like, you know, it became bigger than the other so it's something that actually like i was afraid of and i guess it worked because <laughs> i believe it so um so yeah that's that's breast that's for breast. you <laughs> that's breast for you i mean like i don't know it's just i think like yeah just, you just don't talk about stuff like yeah. that and the same thing goes with the next one which is like period like mm-hmm. first time having your period so are you like a late bloomer or are you like I don't know what's an early what's a late and what's early what's a normal age I think uh, usually girls especially nowadays um, is you know getting younger and younger really? uh, to get the to get their period it's because of like the food that they eat really huh. yeah but but back then it's probably about like thirteen like twelve thirteen it's pretty common you know or like 14 so if it's nah. but i'm actually i was a late bloomer so if it's about 13 and 14 then i was probably early i think i was around i want to say maybe like 12 11 12 or like maybe yeah maybe about mm, there okay. so it's like maybe just a little bit early but not too early um i want to say i think to be honest like i'm not sure but i just remember definitely above 10 because i was already in america like I wasn't an Indo anymore, and I came mm-hmm. to America like about around was ten around ten o'clock at ten o'clock. <laughs> I was <laughs> oh, well wow. uh, when I was around ten years old. So it was definitely after that. Um, that's kind of my gauge, as I'm saying like maybe eleven or twelve, but I'm not a hundred percent positive. Um, I don't really remember. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, again, like, I didn't, 
it's not some like you know I'm here with my dad like um, I don't I don't have my mom here so like it's not a conversation to talk about or, like period you have it like you, you don't talk about that so for me I knew about period um, because of the cousins that I grew up with and all that stuff and in US you don't just have PE you have health class too so when I was in Jersey it's divided into four quarters three of the quarters you have PE you have gym and one quarter you have health class uh, and it's randomized you don't know which quarter you're gonna have health um, but you have health and the good thing about American school system is that they teach you about that mm-hmm. they teach you about your body they teach you about changes um, like you having your period, that kind of thing. So by the time I had my period, I already had health class too. So it's like they were, in, you know, teaching you about pads, tampons, and like all the different kind of things <laughs> for your period, I guess. So by, by the time I had it, I already knew about it. Um, so I kind of wasn't like shocked. I know like some people are like, some kids are like super shocked when they have their first period. Mm-hmm. You're like, all of a sudden in my body, I'm bleeding. You can't stop. Blah blah blah. Like I wasn't any of that shocked at all because I was really aware of it. Like I was taught the class. Like you know, like it was just like I, I kind of knew about it. So I think when I had my first period, um, I ended up going to my aunt's room and grabbing one of her pad. And then after that, I asked to get taken to the store. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't say for what, why. You just ask to get to the store. You needed something, and then you buy it, and then you get out. And that was kind of like the end of it. <laughs> like nothing crazy, nothing super like anything. No panicking, no nothing. Because again, like I think that's the one thing that I was kind of glad about is that American school system kind of prepare you for yeah. a lot of the growing up in terms of that side of it. Yeah. You know, like. I mean, they don't teach you about money or how to save, but they do teach you about your body. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the difference between like Indo and here, because here is like they're open mm-hmm. about it. Even like parents or teachers or schools, you know, they're open about it. They talk about it. I think they they it's for them. It's better to prevent, mm-hmm. you know. While Indo, yeah, yeah, they want you to they know. want you to understand. Yeah. So if things happen, like don't be afraid. You know, if you're afraid to tell your... Don't panic. Yeah. If you're afraid to tell your parents, come to the school, come to me, talk to me, and we'll help you get through it type of thing. Yeah. While Indo, parents, school, teachers, they never talk about stuff like that. So mm-hmm. kids learn from experience. That's how, you know, that's how they try things, do things, and all that stuff because they don't talk about it. So when things already happen, parents are just don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Not the kids' fault, you know. It's all you guys' fault for not telling them, you know, what's going on and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. So I'm ac- I was actually a late bloomer. I remember um, my mom actually took me to a doctor um, because I think she was worried. Because up, up until I was 14, I haven't gotten my period. I got my... And I guess that's considered late. That's pre- it's just pretty late, yeah. Because all of my friends already got theirs. 
Um, and you know, like girls, they they were talking about their periods, like, oh, I'm having my period, and because we always have each other's back, you know, like when you, because mm-hmm. uh, back uh, back in Indo in school, when when a teacher comes in the room, you kind of you know you stand up and say good morning, teacher, and stuff like that. Um, and when you know your friends is having their period, when during the stand up, you kind of look at their skirt and make sure you know no leaks, you know nothing like that. <laughs> if there is leak, make sure you let them know and stuff like that. So we always get each other's back. But I was the only one who haven't had my period yet. Well, they mm-hmm. already got theirs for like years or at least months. So I got my period closer to me turned 15. So when my mom took me to a doctor, uh, the doctor said it's, it's perfectly normal because everyone's body is different. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently I was a late bloomer. Uh, but I finally got my period when I was at a mall. Oh. I remember I was at church. No, not I was at church. I We just came home from church. We always stopped by at the mall to grab like lunch or something like that. So I was, uh, I went to the restroom. And as I was peeing, I looked down and I'm like, what is that? Like, you know, you know, if you, if you know sweet soy sauce, the consistency of sweet <laughs> soy sauce, like like dripping and i'm like what the heck is that because it's not red it's, it's kind of like darker like maroon because darker red yeah, yeah so it wasn't mixed. like a fresh blood <laughs> yeah it wasn't like a fresh blood so i was like the heck is that so yeah i cleaned up and whatever and i told my mom mom something came out of my, <laughs> something came out of my lady bit <laughs> Um, so my mom was like, oh, that's a period. So we went down to the supermarket and get pets and stuff like that. That's how the journey began. <laughs> but do you remember though, um, pads back then and pads today? Yeah, it's so, so different. different. Pads back then, it's so thick. It's so thick. Oh my gosh. So and thick. And it absorbed nothing. Yeah. Like it barely <laughs> lasts you a day. And you would think... It's like wearing a pillow down there. Yeah. And like, it's like you're wearing diaper. Yet, like you can't walk like right? straight because you have to like kind of spread out your legs because it's kind of getting in the way. Yeah, yeah. It's bad. Oh my God. It's bad. But it doesn't even last you like an hour sometimes. Yeah. Because like, depending on how heavy your period is, it, doesn't, it won't even last you. And like you would think something that thick would last you a whole day. Yeah. But no. No. It I think it's because like that. the stuff inside wasn't as good yeah. as now yeah you know? definitely not um like i'm heavy i only have my period three days hmm. uh, i have a very short period my period is only three days but those three days is super 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 heavy hmm. so like those old pads like would never last me hmm. well it's like it's the most worst thing in the world because i would have to go to the bathroom basically like every hour to a one and a half hour to just change to make sure nothing goes anywhere yeah. because now it's not as bad anymore but I still have it three days but again it could be because it's it's most likely because of the birth control yeah um, because the birth control is it's what it does is supposed to lessen uh your period or mm-hmm. the blood loss so like i still have three days but my heavy one is only one day now versus usually i'm heavy all three days so that's really good because i think because of all those heavy i'm losing blood cells <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. i'm i'm losing my blood count so like if you're so like this is also an advice if you don't know about it like if you have your period is super 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 heavy to the point where 
if you wear your pads overnight, it always leaks or whatever it is, like, get yourself checked. Get your blood tested. If that always happens, it's too much. most likely, it's too much. You're, you're, you'll be losing your blood count. So mm -hmm. once your blood count is into a single digit, you're in trouble because you're anem uh, you're anemic. I'm like that's not good. So that means your your blood count is low. That means um, your iron is low, which is also why I was losing hair. Mm -hmm. Um, oh. yeah. So like uh, when your iron is low, you lose a lot of blood and you lose hair. So like that's why like um if you go if you take a shower or whatever, just you wash your hair and you're always losing hair. It's most likely because of your iron, your blood count. And then, like, especially if your period is super heavy, that's what it is. Because I remember last, uh, no, not last year, the year before, 2018, I went to the doctor. My blood count was still in single digit. Uh, uh, not single digit, I mean. My blood count was still in double digit. So it's still, like, you know, 11, 12. Like, you know, it's still, like, two digits. I went again in 2019. And it was, like, a seven. So, like, it went down really bad because, again, like, I was losing a lot of blood. Like, if when that happens, you need to get it caught. You need to catch it early because it will affect you in the long run. You will, you know, you can get sick. Uh, you get Because when your blood cells are low, when your iron is low, you'll be more fatigued. You can't do many things. Like, so get that check if you're super heavy on your period and losing a lot of hair. So that's, that's a tip. <laughs> if you're don't be scared it's Pro better tip. to take care of it early and like it's not like a bad thing you know like you can take iron pills and like there's solutions to it so yeah catch it before it gets bad that's what i'm saying but yeah that's that's period <laughs> yeah my period never like heavy heavy but my period is like about five days um, but it's never like have it never heavy. I remember what my, my younger days um, when I had my period. I had no symptoms. Like I had no back pain. I had no cramps, headaches, or anything like that. So it's always like smooth sailing for me. While I know like some of my friends were like struggling when they're having their periods right. or about to have their period. They're like they can't do anything. And I I remember my mom's friend whenever she had her period, she always have like a very very painful back pain to a point that she always had to take time off from work every month because That's she just can't do anything. Is, well, my worker is not back pain. She has a whole lot of cramp. So like they were a lot of my coworkers are like that. I'm actually blessed. I don't have any of this. Like some, like back then I have zero cramp. Now maybe once in like two three months I will have a cramp, but it's never like huge and like horrendously bad. But my coworkers, like a lot of them actually, um, because we're all like around each other, um, mm. they would all have heating pads tucked away in their desk in case of that. And like sometimes, for like some of them it hurts so bad that they would just end up going home because they can't work. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, it's never been that bad for me. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I mean, for the past few years, I, I mean, I, you know, I have cramps. Mm -hmm. Like, I would know when my periods is, like, going to come, like, tonight or tomorrow is when I feel, like, cramp and tightness, like, around my, like, bladder area. That's when I know, like, it's coming. I never noticed. And when I was on, when I was on birth control, I know it's like, oh, it's supposed to, like, lessen your period or lighten your period. Yeah. Um, some months... I would get like super light 
to a point that I'm like, yeah, la di doo because it's like, you know, I didn't feel like anything. But some months, it was heavy. Like the first, the first couple of days, it would be so heavy. It caught up on you. And yeah, and, and that's, that's, that's what I thought. It's like, okay, because sometimes like two months, I, I would have like light mm-hmm. period. And then one month, I have like super heavy. And then it become light again. I'm like, damn, it's good. Because when I, so when I have like two months or a few months of light, I'm like, oh, it's going to be bad. This is going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like the thing about like bird, bird control, though, it's so easy. Like it's so predictable. Yeah. Like, you know, you know what's coming. And you know when you're going to have it. Like you can just look at it and you're yeah, like, you're you, gonna, know, you like, know when. So you can plan. If you're going on a vacation. <laughs> yeah. You can plan your vacation or you can like, you know, adjust things if needed. But once you're off, it's like, yeah, I'm just following the nature. <laughs> I know. And like, what <laughs> Whatever sucks, the nature gives what me. What sucks with nature is that if you're, especially if you're a lot of a lot of female, your schedule just starts to change randomly. Changes. Like, yeah. like you're just like, damn, didn't I just have it like last week? Why am I on it again two weeks later? Like, it's like, you just never know when you're going to have it because, like, our body, for some reason, some na- some weird natural reasoning, I don't know. Like, we just tend to sync with another female if we spend a lot of time yeah. with that female. Like, before, like, I would have my period one week, and then, like, two weeks later, I have it again. I'm like, the month is not even over yet. Why do I have it again? Yeah, it's like, I'm over this. Right. And then it's, and then all of a sudden, I find out that the person next to me also having it. So I'm like, this is why. Darn you. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm, it's the body is trying to sync up with this person. Go away. Gosh, I just yeah. had mine. So it's yeah. like. That's the part that I hate about nature. But again, with birth control, you, it's you so can much easy. It. It's yeah. so much easier. So much. Um, it's so much better. I think. It's not. I'm not saying that you should get birth control. People. No, definitely not. Because there are definitely side effects, which you should mm-hmm. talk to your doctor about. We do not. Yep. We're not doctor. We're not physicians. You should definitely speak to your yeah. doctor, gynecologist, whoever, if you want to yeah. get on birth control. And there are different type of birth control set as well that have different mm-hmm. that does different thing you know so yeah you you should not just listen to what we're saying yeah. we're on it because we want to be on it yeah. not because we're saying that you have to be on it yeah. um so please talk to your doctor talk to your doctor you that's true it might <laughs> it might drive you crazy if you take the wrong ones so yeah depending on like not just drive your like as like hormone crazy but also like your health i for pills you're not supposed to take it if you have high blood pressure because it can cause blood clot mm-hmm. so like you know that's why you need to go to your doctor to get everything checked to see which type is good for you if you want to get on one yeah. or if it's even recommended for you to be on yeah maybe you're, because of your health maybe you can take you know the implant one or you can take mm-hmm. a ring like nuva ring or something else not just pills yeah so yeah talk to your doctor obviously if you're thinking about having it or if you maybe your period is so painful or irregular or stuff like that yeah. or you're dealing with acne um talk to yeah. your doctor and see what they recommend like because different birth control does different things mm-hmm. P- like even the pills there are different type of pills there are one that are on a five week is it no four weeks I think there's one there's that's four, four weeks, weeks and there's and the one that's three, three months. weeks. Like there are different ones. Like there's one that doesn't have the placebo pills at all. Yeah. So yeah. you have zero period. So you have zero period like, so. for three week three months. 
So you can take that back to back, back to back for three months. And then the recommended um, step is every three months you have to stop to let your body bleed. That's how they really put it. (laughs) To let your body bleed bleed bleed. and just, you know, do it, do its own thing. And then you can go hop on it for another three months and then do that. And then, of course, there's the regular four weeks, which is no period for three weeks, a period for yeah, one week. Which is more normal, I think. I prefer yeah, that so way. Yeah. And then there's, uh, that's the pill. And then, like, there are, um, what is that called? Nuvering. The one that they, not just the Nuvering. I guess the Nuvering. And there's another one. IUD. IUD. Um, yeah. With IUD, you actually, after a while, your period actually stops completely. Mm-hmm. But IUD, um, the removal is very painful. Yes, that's what I heard so, as well. There's also implant. Yeah. That can last for like three years. That removal also hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. I think my coworker was on it. She had to get it removed. She was going to get it replaced. But after they took it out, she was in so much pain. She couldn't put another one in until like she had to take a break because the removal was so painful. <laughs> Taking birth control in the long run, it does have its side effect, you know, yeah. because your body chemically forced to do things that Certain it wasn't things. supposed yeah. to do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, after a while, your body get a little wacky. I was on birth control for, I was at like four years, and I've recently just stopped, um, probably like two months now, well, a month or so, and my body was like whack. Um, it's trying to get back to normal. It doesn't yeah, know like normal is. <laughs> we were we were keep looking at it because I record my period on my phone, um, and I was like, man, where's my period? And then I did some research, and it says like you might get your period, you might not get your period for like the next three months if you just wow. got off and stuff like that. So it's like, so how do you know? Especially like we were thinking about trying for a baby. Um, like how do we know that it's you know it's time to do it or like how do you know that I'm ovulating if if you know if everything is wacky so I was lucky enough that I was only a day late and my period wow. came so I think this it like I just I my period just stopped yesterday um, but I think it was my real period it wasn't just wow it wasn't just what is it the like, placebo work in a word yeah it wasn't just um, what is some word like bleed something bleeding. I don't even know what, but I think it was like my uh, my legit period, which is you know, so it means that you know my body may be starting to go go back in track, so I can you know we can track it and all that. Proceed, proceed, <laughs> proceed to the next step. <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah. All right, let's so that's let, period. That's it for period. So again, if you plan to go on a birth control, please consult your physician or doctor um, before you get on it. Do not listen to us. Um, so the next one, our last big topic here, yes, is body is hair. You hairy? You hairy? No, I was actually. I don't think I'm hairy. Mm-hmm. I feel like before before I started shaving my legs, I was hairy. And then because I, and because I you know because I you know started shaving my legs and pretty regularly now my legs here just don't grow really like it gr- like they grow they grow like here and there but to a point that like I don't even need to shave I can just pluck it because it's it's probably just like huh. six strains of hair on my leg and usually I don't shave from the knee up like the like my thighs because there there wasn't any hair there huh 
Maybe I'm like Asian that way. <laughs> Maybe I don't know, but I have definitely, I definitely have hair. <laughs> I sh- definitely have to shave my legs, and then even after 24 hours, it will start growing hair back. Um, same with the underarm. Shave it. The next day, it will start growing back. Like I'm very hairy, in like parts of my body. I used to. I don't do it anymore because. Now what I realized when I do it is that I can get ingrowns, which is I used to actually shave my arm too because I was so hairy. Uh-huh. Um, but now it's like it's not as hairy. It's pretty. It's still hairy, but it's not as hairy. But also like it's causing me to have a lot of like ingrown hairs, mm-hmm. which is now I have like because of um, I guess there's something on the skin that caused like um, like an excessive amount of um, what is it? I think they're like the word is like keratosis or something like that so basically it causes a lot of ingrowns and like all my arm like on one side of my arm is super bumpy because the thing with me is the worst thing in the world is if I feel like a little bump something that's like a pimple I have the tendency to pick Pick it it. so it's not good so that's causing a lot of scarring and stuff like that on my arms so it's like I don't hide my arms because I have arm fats I hide my arm because I have a lot of scarring (laughs) so (laughs) and I have a lot of hair but like I definitely have hairs because like if you look at my finger like on them I have hairs like that's like visible like I know like some people have like very tiny and it's not that bad mine is like it's very visible hair Hmm. so like I am quite hairy if I just shave you will grow back in probably 24 hours Dang. I know. But that's only like the body part, not the top of my head. I wish my head grows that fast. Because my eyebrow does not grow anymore. It's just bald. Um, pretty bald. I have like a line of eyebrow. And like my hair takes forever to grow for it to lengthen. Mm. So like the neck up doesn't grow any hair. But bottom of the neck down, fast. It grows so <laughs> much hair. <laughs> Whew! Oh, it's so weird. Yeah, so like shaving does not do me any good. But I stop, like so. But I still stop. I still shave my legs. That's the only thing I still shave. Um, Arms, I stop because the ingrowns and stuff like that. So I just let it whatever do whatever it needs to do. And for some other parts, I go to a professional (laughs) get it done (laughs) because that actually does a lot better job um so like my i go to like a it's kind of like waxing but it's not waxing per se like it does kind of like the same thing but it's a lot more gentler i go to a sugaring place so they use sugar they melt like they melt sugar and like other stuff i don't know and they kind of use that to kind of wax your hair off but it's a gentler and it's more organic and you know better for you so I do that but I like that better because it works for me like if I do that for my arm uh, my armpits my underarm it's like it lasts for almost four weeks Mm. because it goes into the roots of your hair you know like it goes deep under and plus so it takes longer to regrow grow yep and same with like the down there area <laughs> I get that done as well and that the down there area takes it's a little bit faster than my underarm like I think down there it's like about two weeks two and a half to two and a half weeks before it starts kind of regrowing. so do, do you go like baby status down there or just or I not? clear 
No, I clear it off. Like baby status. What? Like baby, like, like baby status mm-hmm. as like like a baby. Like yeah, nothing, yes, yes, no hair yes. down there. Okay. okay. <laughs> what is that? Interesting. Interesting. It's a lot cleaner and stuff like that. And it's better than shaving because for me, again, like with that condition that I have, for some reason, if I just shave, I also get ingrowns. So with the waxing, it mm-hmm. doesn't do that. Like uh, with the sugar wax, it doesn't do that. And it takes longer for it to hair grow. And like I read, I read um, with sugaring, the more you do it, eventually the last your hair regrow yeah event and it will eventually stops it from regrowing because you hmm. keep on pulling it from the roots so like eventually i guess the roots will be quote unquote damaged or like you know like like that sounds really bad saying that it's damaged but it will stop whatever that kind of generates the regrowth it stops the growth so so far makes sense so far, I'm okay with it. I like it. I think it works well. But I haven't gone because of Corona. Corona, yeah. So is it painful? So I've never done any kind of waxing. Mm, underarm? Down there. Un- the underarm, no. Um, the underarm is not painful. Um, down there, it depends. The lady bit. depends on the area. So the one that's closer... <laughs> Like the one that's go closer to the middle part, like as you go into the middle, that part will yeah. hurt versus the part on the outside. It's because it's it's so raw. It's yes, and you it's know very, it's like, and it's very sensitive. That area, the yeah, the more yeah. you get closer to the middle, the more sensitive you are. So usually, like the the lady that I go to, um, as she pulls, she will hold. So like you'll feel it but and then because she has her hand on it yeah. you won't feel it because of i guess the warmth of her hand like the warmth of the person's hand mm-hmm. pressing down on your skin it makes it feel better so like you'll probably hurt for like a couple of seconds and then it'll stop again like it's also good to go before you go if you decide to go i don't know i don't know how it works with regular wax um it, it hurts more than sugar like wax are hot right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so wax when it goes to your skin it's hot so it kind of peels off a layer of your skin without you kind of really noticing Mm -hmm. but it but with sugar it's not hot it's room it's room temperature so it doesn't hurt your skin so that's why it hurts less and it's better for you Mm. and and it's important to go to somebody you're comfortable with one you're comfortable with but also who is a professional like who's been doing it for a while yeah because that means they'll be more gentle and they know like if you tell them like this is your first time and stuff like that they'll take care of you more and then usually and like don't go to like a big corporate because like here there are only two sugaring place one is the one that i go to and the other one is more of a corporate it's like a wax and tan place that's also for some reason now does sugaring because I guess they want to be in the business but they're more of like a corporate or franchise so with the like with those they they limit their customer to half an hour mm, okay so like they want to get it done as fast as they can because they have to meet that half an hour before they have their next appointment mm-hmm. So, if they have a time limit, they're not going to take care of you, you know? Like, they, they're taking care of their time so they can have a next customer. They're going to go at it fast, so the chances of it hurting is probably going to be more because they're not going to, like, they just want you in and out. Mm-hmm. 
versus like if you go to like a more like I guess quote unquote mom and pop store um they like this the one that I go to they set a 45 minutes depending on the type of things that you do but for like down there they set a 45 minutes period but and then they also set a half an hour gap before their next appointment hmm. so they don't take us like they don't take as many customer throughout the day but they leave enough space where let's say because everybody's different like you know your body is different let's say if you need a break because you're hurting so bad mm-hmm. They can give you that break, you know, and then like continue after you kind of get yourself a breather or whatever it is versus like having to keep on going real fast. Like they want to go at your pace versus like, because again, like you're opening your clothes here in front of them. They want to make sure you're comfortable (laughs) that you're showing your whole bottom body and like your part here. So like they want to make sure that you're comfortable. Yeah. Never then like, you know, waxing because it's like, it's for me, it's weird to showing like your parts to other people person that would work on your parts closely <laughs> to them you're just a part like literally like i mean it's, i think it's the same like doctor you know like mm-hmm. if you go to your OBGYN, like it's their job you yeah. know it's as it's what they see every day it's nothing special but i think because mm-hmm. you don't open your leg to just anyone that's why you kind of feel a little self-conscious about True. it <laughs> <laughs> the first time i went i'm not gonna lie i'm like i'm a little confused i'm like huh what do i do <laughs> it's like you basically you drop your pants let's go <laughs> like, oh yeah, but... can you give me a second here <laughs> <laughs> no but like they're like you know they give you um they'll be like here do just put your stuff there and like whenever you're ready and like that's why like they give you like the one that i go to they give you like 45 minutes and stuff like that like you know so you don't have to be in a hurry when you're ready you're ready and let's get on you know um and if you get like a good lady i think it's it's like they really take care of you especially like if you tip them well they will definitely take care of you <laughs> yeah because so. it's something that you're gonna come back because obviously mm-hmm. you don't you're not gonna go to different ones because you don't yeah. want people you know more people to see your lady parts <laughs> <laughs> you know like obviously if you already if you already went to one you're gonna keep going to that person yeah so not many people have seen your part yeah that makes uh, sense so yeah but so far, like I said, like so far I've been liking it because it's it makes it slower, you know, like it it makes the growth slower because like I'm thinking about it. It's that because with razors, right, it's recommended that after you use it, technically change it because you shouldn't be using a dull razor mm-hmm. and like a female yeah. razor can cost like the one that I have for my legs, the part that change like you change the it blades. costs $10 for a blade. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. Yeah, and then, like, let's say my hair, like, the the speed of how my hair grow, it's, like, 20, for the next 24 hours, it starts regrowing. That means a month, like, I can be spending about $40. Because if that's, that's, or more, because let's say if I shave at least once a week, that's 40 bucks. Yeah. If I shave twice a week, if I keep on changing the blade, that's 80 bucks. You know, like, it's expensive. Versus mm-hmm. I go on, I get it waxed it's like $35 and it lasts for about three weeks three and a half weeks depends like the more I go it's it's gonna become slower because you're not gonna need it as much mm-hmm. so it's like it's either come out depending on it depends it's like can it can either be the same or less that it's gonna cost me mm. 
it's at the end like if you calculate in terms of money it's like it's about it's the same cheaper. to less yeah it's cheaper or about the same it depends on how often you need to go and the thing with like shaving also like when it's when it when they grow back it's like so itchy like i can't handle it I'm like ah. like just, when they I when mean, the hair started yeah. to regrow I don't know. It's like so itchy. With waxing, I don't I don't feel it. So I don't know if it's because it's waxing versus shaving, but I don't feel it. Like it's just Yeah, cuz I cuz I was like maybe was it just is it just me? You know, but then like we you know when I was talking to my other mm-hmm. friends about it and they were like, "Yes, like the regrowing part, they're just so itchy." I'm like, "Yeah, that's the thing that I can't stand." It's like it makes you go crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't feel it with the regrowth. It's normal yeah. for me, so I don't know. I can't relate on the itchy part. Like for me it's just it's whatever. <laughs> it's just regrowth. <laughs> it's growth, I guess. But, like, I don't notice, like, one term of, like, when did I notice it growth? It's, like, I start growing hair. I have no idea. Yeah, it's, like, nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And, like, at least I was prepared. I mean, to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, like, at least I was prepared. Because, again, like, with being being raised by a dad, you would never talk about it. So, school help. Having, like, health class in school. Like, sex ed and stuff like that. Like, that really helped through my growing up. Mm -hmm. So, that's why, like, I'm... I was never, like, super shocked or super, like, whoa, what happened here? Or, like, that kind of thing. I think I was pretty prepared. Yeah. Through the school versus through myself. But a lot of stuff, like, I think I just research yeah. it. If I, don't, if I have questions, I Google and research. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you just read Seventeen magazine. <laughs> <laughs> What's your experience of hair growth? Uh, like I said, I'm not very hairy. Um, like I said, like my legs was hairy before I shaved it, and then ever since I started shaving, they just grow less and less. Um, now I can go like a month without shaving, and it's probably only like eight strains of hair on each leg. Um, so jealous. And then from the knee up, I mean, you know, when I shave, I still run the blades, you know, through my thighs, but. I don't really need to because there there really wasn't anything there to begin with. Um, underarm, like I'm pretty, I didn't grow my, like my armpit hair didn't grow until probably uh, seven years ago. So I old I was like really? 23. Yeah. What? Like I was in my 20s, early 20s. That's when my armpit started to grow. My armpit hair, not my armpit what? started to grow. My um, my armpit hair started to grow, but Your before that, just grew. <laughs> no, we have a problem. <laughs> but before that, no hair. What? Yeah. How is that even possible? Yeah. Talk about I don't being know. a late bloomer. Like I know. Yeah, it's I don't know. So it's never been an issue. Uh, obviously, I've never asked my my mom how to like shave anything. I just, you know, do it. I think I just do. Yeah, I, I mean, what can you do? I just do it. Like, even, like, shaving down there, no one, obviously, you don't ask your mom. Like, as, as Asian, you don't do that. Like, yeah. it's weird, you know, and you just do it. And you get cut, you know, sometimes. Because, <laughs> like, it's a lot of, like, you know, nook and crannies, and there's a bunch nook of, like, little, crannies. there's a bunch of little, like, you know, areas that, you can't see so it's like being cut is just you know you can't it's it's gonna happen it's gonna happen 
it's um, but yeah, it's just like the growing it, like when the process of grow the hair regrow down there. That's when it bothers me. But do you still it's do just it? So itchy. I don't do it anymore. You don't do it anymore. Mm-mm. I don't do it anymore. Um, maybe I would try to do the sugar thing because I just looked it up and there's actually a couple places around here that does it. <laughs> um, so maybe I would start doing it. I mean, it is the thing. Try it. Like, try it. Like once, like, once you're married, your body is not your body anymore. You know, like sometimes I was just I would be like, oh, you know, I'm gonna go to Korea and I'm gonna get like you know whitening shots. Or, you know, stuff like that. Or I'd be like, oh, I want to get my nose done. And oh, this and that. that. <laughs> and you can't do that. You know, like, I mean, obviously I'm not going to do it. But, you know, sometimes as a, as a woman, like, you think about, like, bettering yourself. Like, I really mm-hmm. want to get lighter skin. That's one of the things that I really want. A what? Um, get my skin, like, like lighter. Really? Mm-hmm. I really want a lighter skin. Um, but what can I say? The man has spoken. <laughs> like, don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, so. for me, like, in a shaving part, like, I I do it for me. Yeah. I guess, like, I like it that way. I like it clean. It feels better when it's clean. So, like, that's why I keep on doing it. Mm-hmm. But because I like it and I like how it feels, I like how it looks. But, like, you know, like, I do it not because of somebody else i do it for me because i like it like like that yeah because i was like it's just it's just so weird it's just so weird like okay spread your legs i'm like no like the first time it will be weird it will be awkward because you've never done that like you know you don't you don't do that to a person a female yeah yeah (laughs) so but I think, like, after, like, after you go once, like, once you get through your first one, second and third coming back is, like, oh, like it's nothing. nothing. Yeah, literally, it's nothing. Because, I mean, I, I like to do, like, those kind of things. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, I've been complaining about my eyebrows because, <laughs> you know, they're not perfectly groomed and stuff. But Andy likes it. Like, you know, just your eyebrows are fine. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And I I would like to... When everything, like, go back to normal, I actually would like to get my, you know, like, lash extensions. Because I, I was born with no lashes. I was born with, like, Asian, Asian lashes. lashes. Which is, like, they're very short. Um, so, I mean, you know, I I felt good when I, when I had my, you extension. know, my extension on. Um, but the thing is, I was just, I like to rub my eyes mm. so much that they fall off faster. Mm. Because I just kept rubbing them. So that's why I stopped. Um, but yeah. I'm excited to do like. I like to do those stuff. But. Like. Sometimes. He's like. Oh just do it. And, you know. Just do what you are. And he even like. Prefers me not put any makeup on. You know. And stuff like that. I was like. No. I can't do that. I can't go out looking like this. <laughs> it's scary. Like. I mean. Like. I get it. For me. At least. Like. What I learned. Is that like. Sometimes it's like. You have to do what makes you feel good. Like. Because yeah, for sure. Because if you don't like, even though like your partner likes it, but if you don't feel good, you know you technically don't feel good. But at the end of the day, it's more important that you feel good about being who you are. And like, and like, what's crazy is that I used to be like, I didn't want to do it. Like you know, I didn't want to go. Like even doing my nails, like I didn't. I never really wanted to go do my nails. 
um, because I thought it was a lot of money. Same with like waxing. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want to do it one because you have to spend money to do waxing. So let me just do it myself if I could. Um, and like a lot of stuff for me is like money. You know, like thinking about the money part. Like that I have to spend money doing this. But then mm-hmm. I'm like, I think as like you grow older, you get older, you're like you make money. You work hard for your money. If you've done all you can, your bills are paid. You put money into your savings. Spending a little bit on yourself, it's okay. I mean, at the end of the day, I think do something that you want to do Yeah. for yourself, you know? Like, you don't have to do whatever your partner tells you to yeah. do. Um, but also, like, but for me, you do those things to not just make yourself feel better, but also to make your partner feels better. You know what I mean? Like to, when you look better, you want, I mean, pretty much like you want to better yourself so that your partner would, li- now, I'm not saying for your partner to like you better or to like you more, but it's just, you know, to spice up your life a little bit, <laughs> you know, like do something different. You know, you don't want to look like a bum every day, <laughs> you know. Because when you feel better, I think you you do better in general in life. Everything just kind of falls into place when you feel good, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. You have to take care of yourself. Do what makes you yeah. happy. Yup. Pretty much. Pretty much. I can't wait to get my toes done. <laughs> like, that's the thing. I'm, like, dragging. Like, come on. Corona, go away. Oh, dead. All right. I'm get my hair done and all that. All that. Jazz. So, I think... Yes. This is a good episode. I think we closed out well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is episode 10, last episode of the season. The end of the season. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. It's a little bit more personal. Not personal story stories, but personal as in your body personal. <laughs> Hopefully you learned some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It's good. And we'll see you guys in a couple of months. Whoa. So just follow just follow our social media platforms, um, Instagram, our website. Yes. Um subscribe. Yes. Do you subscribe on our website? Can you do that? Yes, you can follow you can. You can follow, yeah. Follow us on our website and we'll send you updates and stuff. Every time we post on like our website you get you'll get an email. You get an email. Um, yeah. So, so do that so, sure so you that. know exactly when um or when we're coming uh, back at you yeah the premiere of the second episode will be yay yep hope you guys enjoy the first season um all 10 episodes of them yay um and i think yeah i think we've shared a lot uh we laughed a lot and i hope you guys um enjoy them for sure and can't wait to hear our voices again <laughs> but until then take care of yourselves have a good summer wash your hands <laughs> wash your hands <laughs> um enjoy your summer and we'll see you soon <laughs> we'll talk to you soon i guess we don't see each other yes we talk, we to, talk each to each other so yeah all right we'll talk to you guys soon okay bye, bye.